Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing Chapter 18 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. Padfoot! Um, first... <laughs> okay. Um, first we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. Love our blog? Love Wizard Team? Have a few extra galleons lying around? Please consider donating to Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, we have a lot of dope things we want to do, but we need your help. Lots of them are in process in the next month. Um, so if you go to blackgirlsnerdout.com forward slash donate, you can find all the ways that we take donations. Also, subscribe to our newsletter. Most weeks we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlsnerdout.com. Um, follow us at We Black and Nerds on Twitter. Like us um, at Black Girls Nerd Out on Facebook. We're Black Girls Nerd Out on Tumblr and Instagram. And join our Wizard Team Facebook group um, where you can discuss Harry Potter things um, without the 140 character I limit. I just want to discuss Harry Potter things with my wizarding friends. Um, okay, so let's dive into times. what's happening in the Potter fandom right now. Y'all, Lynn, as in Lynn Manuel Miranda, as in creator, writer, star of Hamilton in the Heights and Robin and Bayana's dreams, as in Hamilton that I'm going to go see. <laughs> I'm like in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. In three days. I'm going to see Hamilton in three days, y'all. Um, so that Lynn Manuel Miranda saw the cursed child with his wife, Vanessa, and tweeted a picture of him and basically the entire cast, which I was a little salty about because things you can do when you're famous. And then also with the, you the said things because you get what? when you're famous. Right? I mean, he's like so super talented, super great, and he loves Harry Potter, but he don't love Harry Potter like we love Harry Potter. Nope. You know? Nope. I mean, you know, maybe we'll see if he comes yeah, we'll on see. the show. Um, I should email him again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this is kind of late news. It was on the newsletter, the last newsletter, um, but we just forgot to mention it. Um, Jim Broadbent, a.k.a. Um, Professor Slughorn from uh, the Harry Potter movies, he's going to be on Game of Thrones Season 7. So, more wizard team canon coming also, your way whenever Season Angela 7 comes out. Angela Lansbury, um, who is m like most famous for playing Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote, um, but also is a Broadway star and just complete legend in her own right. She might be on Game of Thrones. And Robin, that's I, not listen, Harry Potter news, it's, though. It's Wizard Team but canon okay. news because it's not, if though. it is confirmed, I am watching Game of Thrones again. I'm on it. Angela Lansbury, though. You know what? I don't mess with you. Angela Lansbury, you, though. Because last season was the best season that's ever been, and you're on some, oh, it's one person who might be like a small part in season seven. Like, no. 
forget you. <laughs> I said um, that I was gonna like news. try again, but then Gilmore Girls rewatch happened, so it's not like it got bumped down. But if she's gonna be in season seven, yeah, I'm whatever. Be ready. I'm just waiting on you to finish Shield first, and then you can talk to me about oh, yeah. all your other rewatch catch up, whatever. Anyway, back to the actual news that has to do with Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling and that stuff. Um, Tom Burke was confirmed as Cormoran Strike in the seven-episode um, BBC series for um, the Robert Galbraith books. Um, there's, I can tweet out the link again. I tweeted it out last week, timey-wimey. Um, but there, so the first, there's just seven episodes, and then there's the first three are The Cuckoo's Wait, Calling. Then two are um, um, silkworm, the silkworm, one. and yes, the silkworm, and then the last two are which is weird because I would think um, of evil needs to be three. Possibly, I mean, I, I, but but I think that the reason that the that cuckoo's calling is three is also because you have to introduce who yeah. you care, like who Cormoran Strike is, and Rob, like you have and to Robin. introduce like you can all say that Robin. stuff. And Robin, um, so yeah, so you have to introduce all yeah. that stuff beforehand. Um, so I feel like that's why, who knows? I'm really excited. I can't wait till it comes out. It'll probably be like another year or so, yeah. but, um, cause I think they just started filming or are about to start filming. Um, yeah. So I'm just Great. I just want to like rebuttal um, and I know that we have things that we're getting to, but I want to rebuttal that you have mm-hmm. not watched Star Trek. You have not watched Dark Matter season two. Robin, you haven't watched the Killjoys. So leave me alone. I'm actually, actually, by the time that this comes out, I'll have watched Dark Matter season two. I'm doing my hair this weekend. Ooh, it's can you do my hair? I'm doing yarn hair braids. I was going to ask you about this. Like, no. not. But you can no, do. But I can't. We'll talk about it off okay, fine, thing, but weird. no. <laughs> this is the weekend, and then I have a week where I have to yeah, go to work. When, and I work 40 hours with, a week. When you get off work. No. But no. So no. Okay, magical birthday. I have to I have to spend a day cutting yarn, and then I have to spend a day install. That's I'm done with hair. Magical birthdays for like a good month. Magical birthdays. Um, it's Hermione's birthday next what? Monday. Hermione Jean Best Granger, and brightest motherfucking witch of her motherfucking age. AKA oh, my twin. another magical um, magical news. Football is back. Okay. Yes. Go Pack Go. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Brightest wizard of his age. Y'all hold her accountable to, to football while we're on the team. Just say that. I'm just Listen. Saying. You have your things that you do and whatever, and I love that about you, and I love everyone has their things. None of that, none of that, all of that is really vague and like doesn't specifically mean. It means that you have things that you do. Like, you're all like, hey, um, it's Thursday, whatever, timey-wimey, you guys know what's up. It's Thursday, we should record and um, wait until the game's on, and then make me turn off the game. So, how about we talk about, um, we don't have to talk about it on here, well, I'll just mention it. Let's talk about um, planning and calendars and scheduling, and when I say, hey, are you free on this day? You can say, oh, football. No, I'm not free, Bayana. Can we pick another time? Sure, Robin, but that sounds free. great. Let's find another day where football but is I'm not free on. at any other time. Then you need to sort out your priorities and figure out which ones work. This is, it happens all the time. People do this. Grown-ups do this on a Miss regular football? basis. 
you act like I'm just like some authoritarian, like we have to do it on this day. I'm like, hey, what days are you free? I don't know. How about this day? Oh yeah, that works. Great. It's your fault. Sorry. I don't know fo- about football because I don't watch football. It's rude. But if that's the thing that matters to you, you should schedule it. But I don't have any other time because I'm going to be on a plane. And then I'm going to be at a wedding. And then I'm going to be on your couch. Okay, well, whose and then fault I'm gonna be is that? Hamilton. What does that have to do with me? Ah. Okay, let's, we're getting caught up. And like, luckily, this chapter is really short. And we have other but we have Okay, let's go. To let's go. Um, bickering is unnecessary. Anyway, so happy birthday, Hermione. Um, and like I said, just like two seconds ago, this chapter is pretty short. It's like nine pages. And so we didn't want to leave y'all hanging with like an hour long episode because we don't do that <laughs> on the team apparently anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, the days when we had hour long episodes. last year when we had 58 minute episodes. Um, no longer. So instead of giving you that, we are going to talk about Remus for 30 minutes I'm or so. I'm going to time ourselves because you know how we get on this um, I am setting the timer. My phone? Um, okay, we, cool. I also want to point out that we are setting the timer for 30 minutes like we did for the um, Black Wizard History Month. Wizard History Because Month. I was yeah. like, it is a short chapter, but, you know, we could do this and it would end up still being three hours. So, yep. yeah. Very true. Um, so we're not going to... You can find the entire... Um, story about Remus that uh, J.K. Rowling wrote. It's on Pottermore. Um, so you can find like the whole thing. It's like 20 pages. I tried to print it out, um, but then like my computer was being stupid, so it didn't work. But it's like a, almost 20 pages or so um, of just like stuff on Remus. So if you haven't uh, read it yet, you mm-hmm. should um, beware for of all the feelings. Oh, um, I was like, re- re- I was like, I was like kind of skimming slash rereading it. Um, like yesterday or sorry, a week ago. Um, and I was just like, I can't because it's so sad, but like also I need, I want to read it, but I mean, I've read it before, but it was also like, I want to keep reading it, but I can't do go too deep because it's just feelings. I was on break from work. I was like on my lunch break. I was like, I can't handle all that at the office. Um, I also want to kind of shout out Flash, um, Shade, Connie, Emily, at Emily is an elf, Constar is Constar24, y'all know her, and, um, shoot, I have to find your actual name, but, because, you know, me and, what's it called? Twitter. Twitter. I only know people by their Twitter handles, and that's not fair, but it's life. Brittany, Brittany the B, because um, I was like, her name is not Cap, because she goes, what her name, her thing right now is Cap with the mm-hmm. thing. Okay, so Brittany the B, Connie, and Emily were talking last Wizard Team. It was a great Twitter conversation. I love talking Harry Potter. But then somehow it got real feelings heavy, and I just needed them to stop. And it was more about Sirius and just about Gryffindors in general. And their feelings, but it was rude. It was like real rude. Like I was like, can you, can you not? I mean, to be honest, it's like not really there. Like I, I'm but with the- you, especially because I remember Connie's Remus tweets, which like my, my heart still hurts. <laughs> so rude. Still a scar, my heart. Um, but no, but like, it's, ultimately, it's Joe's I fault guess. 
for Dua and which we're actually going to get to when we actually start talking about reading. Right, so let's, let's do that. Get into um, it. So we're only going to read like a couple sections. Um, I don't even, we're not, we can. And then, like I said, you can like go back and we're not going to like read, read, but we're going to kind of like, you know, summarize or whatever. But like, like I said, you can like go to Pottermore and like the entire thing is on the website or you can buy, oh no. Yeah. Or you can go ahead and put out however much money it is for Pottermore Presents. I think it's out now. Um, <laughs> three bucks for that. And like some other stuff um we talked about that so let's start with remus's parents um did you try to start the I timer started it when we first started but now we're at 26 minutes oh well then that's yeah you went on some other All stuff right. so okay <laughs> starting now um <laughs> so remus was an only child of lyle lupin and hope howell so we'll just talk you know these the wolfy um etymology the wolfy names and the and the yep. alliteration killing it um so lyle lupin was a very clever rather shy young man um who became a world-renowned authority on non-human spiritist apparitions by the time he was 30 so these include poltergeists boggarts and other strange creatures that while sometimes ghost-like in appearance and behavior have never been truly alive and remain something of a mystery even to the wizarding world i wonder if that includes dementors um Probably does. I mean, they, she talks about... Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Um, on an investigative trip um, in a dense Welsh forest, um, a particularly vicious bogger, um just, like, scared Hope Howell, who was a beautiful muggle girl who worked in an insurance office in Cardiff. So, you know, there's all that time energy up in there. <laughs> the bogger was like... Well, also- like why the time are they just in a forest? Wizard team cannon. Like why are you in a dense forest by yourself? That's the, okay. Um, when you work in an office in, in a Cardiff, forest in a dark, in a dense Welsh and you work forest, in off- these are questions. And you work that in an office in Cardiff, which is a city. Why are you? And you buy and yourself. She decided, hey, might as well just like walk through this forest. Yeah, you know, she's taken an ill-advised walk through what she it, believed to be innocent woodland. So it's like if it's. I don't know. It's just, no. Both of that is really weird. You don't, you just don't do that, right? Like. And just someone who used to go hiking a lot when I had a sketchy. car and had access to a car, I would be like, okay guys, I'm going hiking. So I'm going to this dense forest area. I will be there at this time and this time. And if I'm not back, you know what I mean? Let people know. Um, mm-hmm. And usually you try to get someone to go with you. I just. Yeah, I well, I mean, I don't like hiking um, for reasons that I will explain in another another time. Um, half it's of it outside. is just that, like, I don't like hiking, but there's mm-hmm. a funny story. Um, but um, no, so like that, and then also just like I would never go somewhere like that by myself. Just period. I'd be like, nobody's coming. All right, looks like that's a burnt mission. Like, well, I just yeah, to to do not about that anything life. that's not. I mean. These two things kind of don't make sense, right? So she thought it was an innocent woodland, which also means, like, there's no... Tr- but it's it's also described as a dense forest. So there's... Are there trails mm-hmm. or are there no trails, right? Because if I'm going to Yosemite, like, right. it seems... Like, there are the spots in Yosemite where, yeah, go hiking. Do it. There's trails. There's, like, trash things. There's water pitch... There's, like, water stops. There's bathrooms. Like, you can be found, right? But then there are the people that go, like, deep in... And those people can get lost, and you know that you can get lost, and you don't do that by yourself. Nope. 
But again, this happened before um, 124 hours, so they didn't know about the dude that was went climbing by himself on a lark and then ended up having to cut his arm off, which, you know, his own fault. I was mostly thinking, like, was Scream out by now? <laughs> like, any scary movies? I mean, there's, yeah. Like, just being by yourself in, like, I don't know, anything like that. That would That's really what it was with me. Like, there could be a killer which... in the as we see, the Boggart, which, exactly, Boggarts and Poltergeists may be sensed by muggles and hope a particularly imaginative and sensitive person had become convinced that someone was watching her from between the dark trees. Eventually, her imagination became so overactive that the Boggart assumed a form that of a large, evil-looking man bearing down on her with a snarl and outstretched hands in the so gloom. So, I have um, um, a couple of things. So, mm-hmm. she's a muggle, but it seems like she's... Joe is writing her as to be kind of like the, like, she's like that far, like not very far off from being, having magical powers, right? Because you can't, if you can, I'm, I have a very overactive imagination too. I'm like, I sense things and I'm always like looking over my shoulder or feel like someone's watching me or, you know what I mean? Like I'm just jump and I'm, I'm jumpy. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. So like, it's become like a common occurrence and a point of laughter in my office when someone comes up to tell me something and I have headphones in and I scream and like audibly scream and jump out of my chair. So, um, I'm a jumpy person, but it's just kind of confusing to me because it's like, no matter how jumpy you are, does that then mean that you can see the bogart? Like you, you would have to be magical. Well, I don't know that, um... Yeah, I'm curious about how Bogarts work with. I don't think there's enough yeah. in here to really be clear on. how Like she Bogart says, they could be sense. Them. Like, but that's the same way. Like also, the there's a Bogart. There's a Bogart um, thing on yeah. Pottermore. That yeah, but I'm kind of thinking of how um, she that might in the books how remember. she describes like the Dementors um, during the Second Wizarding World War and like the uh, it got really misty and gloomy and like so Muggles felt mm-hmm. that. Um, change of like, the, like yeah the atmospheric. the atmospheric change but they didn't see <laughs> they couldn't see the mm-hmm. um the the dementor the and dementor. so that she could see the bogger that the bogger would assume a form um it just seems like that's another bit of magic but anyway so lyle comes mm-hmm. sprinting through the trees after hearing um hope yell hope um, in her confusion, thought that he had driven away her would-be attacker, and his first words to her were, it's all right, it's only a bogart. She didn't understand that, but she was like, hmm. Um, so, Lau was like, ooh, she cute, and then made the wise decision to talk, uh, not to talk about bogarts anymore, and agreed, and agreed with her that it was a, bi- a big and scary man, and then walked Hope home, um, in order to protect her from the big scary man, which was a bogart. So, He's just getting his Mac on. Yes. That's cool. Collaboration um, in the dance I movie. am a little confused again of how close Hope lives to the dense forest and in Cardiff. I've never been yeah. to Cardiff. Maybe the forest is in between her office and her Maybe. house or some shit. I don't know. It's, it's not, not really I've never, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've never been to Cardiff. Um, but right. I live somewhere where there are forests in like a city, you know, or not city, but like a town. Also, again, but, let's not forget the time rift. Yes. So maybe she walked through and that she's in a different... some effect. Oh, yeah. timey-wimey and all of the... All of the, like, 
consequences of time travel is just very, it's a lot to deal with. Time and space travel. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Lyle and Hope fall in love. Um, and then some months later, Lyle admits that he had never been in danger. Um, and she accepted his, she didn't, she didn't care. She already loved him. <laughs> she accepted his proposal and, um, threw herself enthusiastically into wedding preparations complete with a boggart topped cake. Strange. I was wondering if, um, when she says, when it says a couple fell in love, um, and he admits that she had never been in danger. Is that also when he admits that he's a wizard? Because um, they Probably. have their first and only child. Because you would have to explain yeah, what it they was. They have their first and only child, Remus John, who was born after a year of marriage. And they both imagined he would follow in his father's footsteps and attend Hogwarts in due course. So, yeah. so I'm sure yeah. he was So like, she knows so. by the time that Remus comes around. I also feel like, dude. A baby, a year in, don't you need some time? But I don't know. That's you. That's them. I don't know. That's not me. Um, <laughs> my parents had my parents. That was two years, so that's yeah. a little bit. But more. they had also like known each other, um, wasn't they? You know, that's true yeah. for like a minute. Anyway, um, okay. Um, so by the time Remus was four years old, the amount of dark magical activity across the country was increasingly steadily was increasing steadily. While few yet knew what lay behind the mounting attacks and sightings, Lord Voldemort's first ascent to power was in progress, and Death Eaters were recruiting all kinds of dark creatures to join them in their quest to overthrow the Ministry of Magic. Um, so that's something I feel like we need to add to our timeline when we were talking about, like, just the first Wizarding mm-hmm. war, war, and, like, Voldemort's, like, was his first ascent to power? So it's, like, it starts around... I can't... I don't know... I don't have in front of me, like, Remus's, like... Yeah, year or whatever but like it's pretty early like four until he's like 20 yeah i think it lasts i think ish so that's like almost yeah i think voldemort becomes like his first wave of popularity um it's a lot slow it's a it's a bigger it's a much slower build um but yeah he is definitely gaining followers and there's like Kind of like the sh- like during a um, an election or something like that, where you start to see the shifts. Um, like for example, uh, our election, and you see all of these like the fact that Donald Trump, who's never been, or not, well, I won't even use Donald Trump. I'll say like the Tea Party when the Tea Party became a big thing. It was like, whoa, where did these people come from? But they were slowly, you know. <laughs> becoming a movement mm-hmm. until they became like a real movement. The same thing happens um, with Voldemort and his followers. Like they're, you know, finding each other and becoming, and then, you know, a little bit more white, right wing, <laughs> a little bit more, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then boom, he's going after the ministry. Um, okay. So Lyle was um, recruited to join the department of, for the regulation and control of magical creatures, um, which he did gladly. And that is where he came face to face with Fenrir Greyback, um, who had been brought in for questioning about the death of two muggle children. So this is our first like mention of Fenrir. And this is also goes into our timeline issue where I'm not sure how old Fenrir is. Um, Cause he's yeah. fully grown here. So by the time the second one comes mm-hmm. around, he's in his like fifties or sixties too. But I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, but I mean, like, wizards age slower yes, than, but, like, 
people and like because Voldemort's what, like, when he... at this point is like yeah like, when yeah Voldemort's yeah. hella old Hagrid's hella old like yeah so I feel like Dumbledore man he's been around a minute around. Um, but um, he also but yeah so then the other thing really quickly there's like um, I feel like there's a pot again I, I stay on Pottermore um, there's a Pottermore article about werewolves and so like where so you can only wizards can become werewolves um, so like if a if a werewolf bites a muggle die. then they usually die um, and whereas like if a werewolf bites a wizard they can they can kill them but if they like don't if it's just a bite then they become a werewolf that's interesting that's um a so there are, like, kind of, this is one of the things about, like, sorry, I'll bring it up, Twilight, um, that I hate, is, like, the entire, like, the way that she just changes vampire, the whole, the whole all of vampire lore, um, not, not just, like, the whole thing once it is, but, like, all of, like, because the wolves are not werewolves, even though, and I don't care what people say, they're shapeshifters, which is also their own different kind of lore, right? But well, no, they changed that. But she changed that in one. Sentence. Oh, because he said that he was a werewolf. They called themselves werewolves. They call themselves oh. werewolves until she, until randomly they throw out y'all. I have y'all know my memory. Um, I haven't read these books in like at least five years. Um, until like there's it's like their little showdown at the end, and then Edward's like, they're not a werewolf. They're not your like children of the moon or some shit like the oh, okay. shifters and everybody's like huh they're like what and then that becomes but it's like i don't know it's like at the very end of the last okay book but or either like, way um yes because i was just thinking about the vampire like vampire lore goes far 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 back i'm talking like nosferatu right and every um hmm. every book every author every creator have a different take on the vampires but usually it's like to become a vampire, you need to be bitten. Um, you have to go through the change. Um, you don't sparkle. <laughs> There's no sparkling. There's, um, you know, like, enhanced abilities. Um, sun kills you. It doesn't make you sparkle. Um, killed by a stick through the heart. You know what I mean? Like, you can see it through, like, um, different books. Uh, Anne Rice books. Buffy books. You know, they look different. Um... Some things change a little bit, but there's, like, this lore to it, right? Same thing with werewolves. There's this lore to werewolves and how you become a werewolf. And um, some things are, like, I think in um, True Blood or the Sookie Stackhouse series, um, they the werewolves are different than the shapeshifters because they are children of the moon and they change at the moon time, but they have, mm-hmm. like, the pack and everything like that. But in her books, the change isn't painful, or isn't as painful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, but then, but the, the humans become, even in their human form, they become more wolf-like. You know, they're, they, they still pack up and, you know. Like rare steak? Yeah. They don't like Sorry. rare steak, but they just, you know, they're, they, they kind of like, I'm yeah, joking. I know, I know. But they kind of turn into like a motorcycle gang, right? Like, they, they, okay, they, right. They, yeah, they, like they stay with their pack in wolf form and human form. Like, there isn't, like, a, you know, it, mm. like, it changes their entire social scene, and then they're a bit more brutal and quick to fight and stuff like that. Um, hot-tempered. Right. And they're, oh, they're also very warm. Like, so you can, like, warm, the you know, which, anyway, this is um, <laughs> different in, the, in that sense that 
there are a lot of cha- like similarities to the werewolf um, lore that she doesn't change that much, but this is one thing that is interesting that um, you have to be magical as a prerequisite to become a werewolf. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know, too, because she says, okay, so she says that the werewolf registry was badly maintained um, because they were so shunned by wizarding society, they generally avoided contact with other people. They lived in self-described packs and did all they could to avoid being registered. Um, Grayback claimed to be nothing more than a muggle tramp who was utterly amazed at finding himself in a room full of wizards and horrified to talk about the poor dead children. Um, so she doesn't really talk about whether or not... Um, or I think the... This happens a lot, sorry. I'm just trying to, like, think this through as we're talking it out. But this happens a lot in Harry Potter where there isn't really this, like, through put through process of um, family in a way that's very weird because we don't see, we don't hear here, like, how old Greyback is or anything, but, like, just werewolves in general. Um, they are in, they're in packs. She doesn't talk about how the pack structure is, if there's alphas and... Um, omegas and stuff like that which is like another part of Robo Floor right so the alpha is the alpha. it's kind of like the Khaleesi um, or the Cal the Kyle Kyle um, mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones where there is like the head werewolf and he is head merely because he's like the biggest baddest and unbeaten and also like can just like mm-hmm. kind of show his dominance the same way that you know dog packs and wolf packs <laughs> are um, actual wolf packs that are are um, balanced. She doesn't go into, though, like, the idea that Fenrir Greyback at one point wasn't a werewolf. He was just a wizard, so he had a family, and he probably went to Hogwarts or something or was homeschooled or something, right? Like, um, the idea that you can just, like, completely fall off, fall out of society and... Well, I think that part of that is like the thing about being where like they're so shunned that like nobody and be, they have the registry, but no one's really keeping track of who actually is a werewolf. And like, I don't even I mean, you know, we don't know how like efficient the ministry is. So they clearly don't even have a record of like everyone. With who's it. Yeah, that's because that's general. what I mean. That's or or he could have been brought in and he could have given them another that, name. See, OK, that makes sense. Um. Because um, I, because so like we know at this point that it's Fenrir Greyback who did this, but he totally yeah. Could have given we don't get that from another name. He's pretending to be a yeah, muggle. Because like, he um so that and Fenrir is not a name in the what is yeah. it the 60s or some shit. It's not a but it's name. also like you <laughs> are put down in the book for Hogwarts from the time that you're born. So if you're only if only magical people be, can become wizards, it would seem a little bit easier to like cross reference. You know what I mean? Like, you, there's still some work, maybe work and investigation that has to go into it. But I would feel like, okay, I see you. Let's take a wizarding picture or whatever, and then let me go through the rules of Hogwarts students and see if a kid looks like they could become you. Like, if Muggles can do it. But then again, I feel like that's. I don't think they have. Yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, it's the They don't have that technology. Well, it's not like, even. Sh- it's not even technology. It's just um, a maybe now of, they do. In the it's 21st not, but to century, me it's like, just efficiency, yeah. efficiency, and like, 
Um, yeah, of course. Um, okay, so Greyback, Greyback's filthy clothing and lack of wand were sufficient to persuade two overworked and ignorant members of the questioning committee that he was telling the truth, but Lyle Lupin um, didn't agree. He recognized certain telltale signs in Greyback's appearance and behavior um, and told the, told the committee that they should keep Greyback until the next full moon, um, which was 24 hours later. Um, Greyback sat in silence while Lyle was laughed at by the other committee mem- members. Um, Lyle, you just stick to Welsh boggers. That's what you're good at. Um, he becomes angry and he says that werewolves are soulless, evil, deserving nothing but death. Um, 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 but the committee still doesn't listen to them and Greyback is released. Um, the wizard who escorted Greyback, uh, was intending to place a memory charm on him, but before he could, he was overpowered and Greyback, by Greyback and two accomplices, um, and the three werewolves fled. Greyback shared with his friends how Lyle Lupin had described them to get revenge on the wizard who thought the werewolves deserved nothing but death would be swift and terrible. Um, shortly before Remus's fifth birthday, um, Fenrir Greyback forced open the boy's window and attacked him. Lyle reached the bedroom in time to save his son's life, driving Greyback out of the house with a number of powerful curses. Um, however, henceforth, Remus would be a fully-fledged werewolf. Lyle never forgave himself for the words he had spoken in front of Greyback at the inquiry. He had parroted what was common view of werewolves in his community, but his son was what he had always been, lovable and clever, except for that terrible period at the full moon when he suffered an excruciating transformation and became a danger to everyone around him. For many years, Lyle kept the truth about the attack, including the identity of the attacker, from his son, fearing Remus's recrimination. So there's um, something to this that reminds me of what we just talked about last week, which was um, Hermione being like finding out that Remus was a werewolf and then, but you know, he, he's the same guy. He still is responsible. He's a good Mm -hmm. teacher. And so not changing her opinion of him. And this is like, literally I was having this conversation with someone about um, Colin Kaepernick and just like the world in general and how so many of our problems could be changed with like a shred of empathy. And so how and it, it reminds you of like lawmakers who are anti-gay find out that their son is gay and then all of a sudden are like, oh, gay people aren't that bad. And it's like, why did it have right. to be someone that close to you for you to put two and two together? Mm-hmm. But it happens all the time. Like with Ron, um, you know, Ron shows that same kind of prejudicing as well. Um, Mm -hmm. so it just kind of reminds me of, and it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, it's a theme that Joe like brings up a lot. So, you know, that it's kind of in there, like in her thought process, Mm -hmm. right? Um, the empathy of once you get to know who someone is, you change, it can change your view. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Um, Lyle did all he could to find a cure, but neither potions nor spells could help his son. Um, from this time onwards, the family's lives were dominated by the need to hide Remus's condition. They uprooted themselves from the village to town, leaving the instant the rumors of the boy's odd behavior started. Um, Remus was not allowed to play with other children in case he let slip the truth of his condition. In consequence, and in spite of his loving parents, he was a very lonely boy. Um... So just all these Remus feelings. Yeah. yeah uh, um, um, so while Remus was small, his, 
His containment during the transformation was not difficult. A locked room and plenty of silencing spells usually sufficed. Um, by the time he was 10, he was capable of pounding down doors and smashing windows. Um, ever more powerful spells were needed to contain him and both Hope and Lyle grew, grew thin with worry and fear. Um, they adored their son, but they knew their community um, already beset with fears of mounting dark activity around them would not be lenient on an uncontrolled werewolf. They um, decided they were going to homeschool Remus um, and certain he would never be able to go to school. Shortly before Remus's 11th birthday, however, Albus Dumbledore arrived um, uninvited as, you know, that's how he rolls. He just shows up. Um, flustered and frightened, Lyle and Hope tried to block his entrance, but somehow... Uh, after he did some Dumbledore-y things, um, that's me, <laughs> not Pottermore. Um, Dumbledore, five minutes later, Dumbledore was sitting at the fireside eating crumpets and playing gobstones with Remus, which is an adorable picture, and I need someone to draw Fan art, I'm sure um, it exists on DeviantArt or on Tumblr. <laughs> about um, to so Google it. Google, Google Games. Dumbledore strong. agreed that for <laughs> Remus's sake, his condition shouldn't be broadcast, um, but he assured the Lupins like there was no reason that Remus couldn't go to Hogwarts. So um, he mm -hmm. meant he meant to give the boy a safe and secure place for his transformations. Um, and once a month he would leave for a comfortable house in the village of Hogsmeade guarded by many spells and reached only by an underground passage from the Hogwarts grounds where he could transform in peace. Remus's excitement was beyond anything he had known before. Um, so he, for the first time in his life, gets to go meet and learn with other children um, and have friends and playmates. Mm -hmm. So this is when he's just turned 11 um, or just before he's turned 11. So you have to think about the fact that from f for five to six years, right? And you don't, I mean, babies have friends, right? Aminata has her little gang of friends that she hangs out with and she goes to... Um, school with and they go you know the kids that she invites to birthday parties and days out um and they're so freaking cute but you don't I mean their friendship is based on shared play and like I want to play that toy you play that toy with me or I want to go on the swings right it's all about like activity based things and I think about the time that you are like eight um Maybe a little younger than that, seven or eight. Is that when you start to like? That's when elementary school, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, six. so about six, seven. That's when you start to like go to school and build friendships based on like shared temperament and um mm -hmm. things beyond just like doing things together, you know, or doing things together that are not solely fun right you have like the friends that you do homework with mm -hmm. or um and there's all the and like the little drama start to bubble up and things like that and so it's, it's still new but it's very important and like socialization at that age is very important so and that's a long time right six years um of being alone because he is not allowed to even play with other children like Beyond when he's, yeah. like, beyond when he's them. going to change, um, which mm -hmm. also, like... I mean, was, he changed so little, yeah. so young, that, like, he really didn't ever have friends Yeah, for, like, and so, like, it um, kind of sheds light on what Remus... 
talked about and is going to continue to talk about in this chapter of why the Marauders meant so much to him and why he struggled so much to push back and things like that because they were his first Mm -hmm. and only friends and knowing the future of being a werewolf as he's growing up he knows that like they may be his only friends because he's going to leave Hogwarts um an adult in a society that still doesn't accept werewolves so yep um Okay, so really quick, we're not going to go through the school one because, you know, we're running out of time, but also because we're about to read about it anyway. Um, One thing that's important, and we'll like talk about it later, but I just want to read it now, um, is that, uh, so it says, Remus, always the underdog's friend, was kind to short and rather slow Peter Pettigrew, a fellow Gryffindor, whom James and Sirius might not have thought worthy of their attention without Remus's persuasion. This um, goes back, though, so, to... So, I mean... Um, and I'm sorry if I didn't mean to cut you off, but, like... Um, no, go ahead. idea that... And we talked about this, I think, during the Marauder special with Connie, and then um, I, I brought it up a lot. Um, the idea that just because Peter wouldn't have been brought into Remus and not Remus, sorry, Sirius and, and uh, James's friendship without Remus doesn't mean that he's not fully integrated into the friendship once he's brought to their notice, right? Like, um... Because mm-hmm. it says this, it says after that, like, the four of yeah. them were inseparable so, um, after that. It could go, it could explain a little bit about why Peter doesn't feel... And Peter, again, rather slow and short, um, just physically doesn't feel like he belongs with them but um, he's accepted wholly. It's just that without Remus, but Remus was his right, his initiation into yeah. In and see, I was thinking of it more on Remus's like per side because like fuck <laughs> Peter at this point, but um, because like in his mind he has to be thinking like I'm the one who in a sense like vouched for you and like I brought you into this fold in which then we became inseparable and now and then you go ahead and like fuck it up I mean I think that at that point though they had been friends for so long I think it's like a lot of different things when you're inseparable like that it's like who's you know who you how you became friends in there is so messy you know like it doesn't no I mean no I'm sure that like I know it's not no, like I specifically know. that, it's, but I'm just saying yeah. there's also an added thing of like Remus being the one who was like, who paid the mm-hmm. most attention to him. You know what I mean? And who like actually, you know, James and Sirius are best friends on their own and are famous and like infamous in on their little own separate yeah. little thing. Um, so in moments, you know, it has I mean, to just be kind Remus of the and Peter. Idea, if you want to put it with the trio, that James and Sirius are Harry and Ron, and then Remus is Hermione, and then Peter is Neville. Right? Like, um, or Maybe. Luna, or, um, you know, like, or, or Jenny, probably. Jenny, I'm more like, probably. like Jenny. Where it's like, um, Ron, Harry, and Hermione are friends equally, um, but there is, it is known and it's brought up that, you know, Harry and Ron are always together. I think Hermione brings... Well, fine, fine with Ron, you're going to anyway, or something like that, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not a matter of, like, who they like more. It's just, like, they... They live together in the same room. You know what I mean? They spend more time together. Um, But... So, there is that kind of, like... 
break it all down, and then James and Sirius are best friends um, to each other. And then there's Remus, who is like the... I hate saying third will, because it mean, it, it, it's not... It's not really third will, but I know, like, in middle school, I used to have, Mm -hmm. it used to be four of us, um, and it was always, like, at some moments, we would pair Mm -hmm. off, so, like, two of the, two of my friends at the time, um, would always, like, hang out, like, you know, on the weekends and, like, have sleepovers, and then I would have sleepovers with one of my other friends, um, and so there are moments where it would be, like, separate, um, because that's just how it works, so especially when it becomes, like, bigger groups or whatever, it starts, there starts to be breakdowns. Yeah. Um, so yeah um, so let's move on because yeah. we have two more sections to get to and I I'm sure you just hit yeah. snooze um, the Wolfsbane potion um, one development in the wizarding community gave Remus hope the discovery of the Wolfsbane potion while this did not prevent a werewolf losing his human form once a month it restricted his transformation to that of an ordinary and sleepy wolf it had always been Remus's worst fear, fear that he would kill while out of his right mind. However, the Wolfsbane potion was complex and the ingredients very expensive. Remus had no chance to sample it without admitting what he was. And so he continued his lonely, itinerant mm. existence. Um, so super sad. And like, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I, cause no, I'm going to like bring in JK's thoughts. So I want you to. Okay. Well, that's so what I was, was going go to. Um, so, so when we get to JK's thoughts, she talks about how Remus is one of her favorite characters. Um, and she hates killing him, which is like shade because you didn't have to kill him. But anyway, um, Lupin's condition no. of being He's a werewolf is um, was a metaphor for illnesses that carry a stigma. And she talks about bloodborne conditions. But, um, you know, as I talked about before, I have a mental illness and I've uh, thought about like the the similarities there with, um, like, as, you know, mental illness still has a stigma a lot, and, like, some of the, some of the best treatments are very unaffordable, um, so I recently went to, um, I put on a a new medication, and, um, the pharmacy had an old insurance number, and my, and the price for my medication was, like, $72. $72. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And it was like for a month. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And then when I, when they updated my insurance, it went down to like 15 or like not even, I don't even think it was 15. Cause I think I, yeah, it's probably like nine. And so the idea that like, thank God I'm like healthy enough that I can work a, like a full-time job that can give me this insurance. Um, because the old insurance was when I was trying to like you know, work for myself and do like, you know, individual insurance, um, which was, it's, it's just the, the piling on of when you have this condition. So working in like this, like, you know, in like normal office jobs or working at the ministry or whatever is beyond your reach really, because you can't, you just, you're not, you're not able to to conform to those working standards. But then because you're not able to work that or like make that kind of money and you have to do other things, then all of the treatments that could help you enter into society and do that kind of work are then mm-hmm. like out of your reach as well because you can't afford to, because you don't 
you can't work and get paid. You know, it's like this like spiraling out of control type of thing Mm -hmm. that is. And it's that, and also the stigma because you can't, not only is it expensive, but like, you, like for Remus, like he doesn't want to be right. seen buying it or trying it because then people are gonna be like oh, side yeah, right. eye, like. And that's oh, another thing with like mental illness um, and bloodborne diseases too. Is like when you have, um, you know, HIV, AIDS, um, even hell, if you have like diabetes and um, like lupus and stuff, you have to go to the doctor more. And the same thing with like mental illness. Like I, mm-hmm. when I was t- like taking or when I was in therapy, right? So I would like once a week have an appointment and it, yeah it's no one's business what you're doing or why you're doing it or whatever but they'll still clock the fact that like hmm every week she has a doctor's appointment or she's you know she's leaving early mm-hmm. once a week I wonder why you know what I mean and then even no matter what they think right. um that also adds extra stress right so even if you're able to um find a way to get treatment or whatever then that that treatment is another it's another way of opening you up to society's ridicule and whoo it's a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um that's a whole post slash podcast episode slash yeah conversation um so yeah she continues that by saying that the wizarding community is as prone to hysteria and prejudice as the muggle warrant muggle one and the character of Lupin gave me a chance to examine those attitudes. Um, never mind. I'm not going to bring up. Never mind. <laughs> um, we all know what you, we all know containing the shade. Um, Remus's Patronus is never revealed in the Potter books, even though it is he who teaches Harry the difficult and unusual art of producing one. It is in fact a wolf, an ordinary wolf, not a werewolf. Wolves are family oriented and non-aggressive, but Remus dislikes the form of his Patronus, which is a constant reminder of his affliction. Everything wolfish disgusts him, and he often produces a non-corporeal Patronus deliberately, especially when others That's are That's interesting, because I wondered about, like, I mean, obviously all of that, like, magic and things comes from, like, with practice and control, you can, you can decide how big your Patronus spell is going to be if you need a full one, if you just need a shield or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, because um, when we think back to Patronuses, which are kind of set at birth or really or as soon as your personality mm-hmm. is set really um Remus has been a wolf most of his life like he's been a werewolf most of his life he doesn't I don't know how much he remembers of a time beforehand um and I think we talked about or wrote about I'm not sure but like the idea that even though his parents loved him um they had they increase that stigma or they didn't they didn't really help him get over the stigma of being a werewolf because their reaction was to like hide him um so which inevitably is saying that there's shame in who you are and there's shame in in this um Mm -hmm. even if it's for his own like for his protection or whatever um that reaction then you know builds on itself so he's always felt shame for who he is and there there is a difference between a wolf and a werewolf because 
um, in this write-up, right, the werewolf is, like, vicious, as a, as in werewolf form, not the person. Um, vicious, mm-hmm. they're, they're, yeah. they go off of instinct, but they're violent. Um, and wolves are not like that unless they feel threatened, right? So a werewolf, I guess, would be what a wolf could be if the wolf felt threatened. Um, this kind of reminds me of, like, the whole, the guy that shot that lion, you know, he went, like, big game hunting and shot that, that famous lion or whatever. And I was like, that's actually really lame because lions are cats. And if you've ever met a cat, they're lazy as fuck. They don't do anything. And it's only when they need to eat or they're focused on getting something that they show their athleticism. And, you know, and then the rest of the time, they're asleep or they're just chilling, right? And lions are the exact same because I watch a lot of nature shows. And wolves are kind of the same, except... They're a little bit more playful. They aren't solitary like cats are. Um, but if they're not threatened, uh, they are, like JK said, they're family-oriented and they're dogs. They're just, they're, you know, they're like the, they're the cute little dog that you see at home all the time if that dog had to go out and hunt and kill for its own food. Right? Right. Like, I mean, and can we also just say that, like, Werewolf or not, Remus had pretty much no choice in his Patronus. His father's name is Lyle right. Lupin. <laughs> his mother's name is Hope Howell. Yeah. Like, Dogs his name is there. Remus. Like, it's just wolf, 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 wolf. <laughs> wolf. Wolfy, wolf, wolf. That's that his, his name. His name That's is, his family. His, That's his lineage. His name is like, Wolf McWolfy Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just needs to go ahead and, like, sit Except in that truth. that. Yeah, um, and um, just it got accept real that because werewolf or not, <laughs> right? That's that's, um, that's it. He ain't got no choice. Yeah, so I think that's really interesting. Um, that, and it comes up in Deathly Hollows, and he doesn't ever really. And I hope, I hope, but we don't know for sure if he ever really gets over that. Right, and I really want to do like a longer episode on just Remus because, like, just read that. Like, like I said, this thing is like super long. Um, or maybe we'll like do another thing, um, in Deathly Hollows because the stuff on him and Tonks is super interesting, mm-hmm. um, and like connects a lot to like what happens in Deathly Hollows and in Half-Blood Prince too. Yeah. So actually we should do that. I mean, um, I just think that this, and the reason why we decided to do this on Remus one is because, um, you love, I'm not that I don't love Remus, but I feel like he's one of your favorite characters and one day we'll get to do one on Sirius. Um, oh, absolutely. No, for this one particularly, is because because Remus like is the main person and, and who talks in this, this one yeah. and he tells the story. Um, and so I thought like it's a good supplement for like this particular part of the book. Yeah. Um, but I think but, yeah, too. I mean, Sirius is also like I said, it switches for me. Yeah. Right now, it's all about Remus because he pretty much like kills his entire book. Like this is yeah. his book. Um. So yeah. Robin. So Sirius is barely in this book for one. Yeah. Most of the time, he's just notorious mass murderer, serious black, and also Remus is like, just killing it. He's he's just killing. Yeah, him. it's fine. But I think though, like this is also what I was saying too is like one we decided to talk about this because he um, he's a favorite character, but he this also goes a lot into when he starts to describe or explain himself to the trio, um, why that why those friendships means so much it's it's very like parallel to harry and the fact that Mm -hmm. harry has been 
really, he's a really lonely kid before Hogwarts, and so why he's willing to fucking chase after Ron, who's just been taken by a rando dog and cat through a right. small tunnel in a tree, and he's like, we gotta go get him, and I'm like, Ron's dead. It's so sad. <laughs> um, but like, it's the, a wrap. It's a wrap, right. And like, the idea that, and the reason why even despite thinking what he thinks of Sirius as a notorious mass murderer Sirius Black, it's still, he still has this um, kinship and loyalty to Sirius um, because it's deeper than the person that just has like surface level friendships right it's like it's mm-hmm. it they are his brothers and they yeah. are his only real links to society and kinship and friendship and support systems um, so it means a lot yeah Okay, so let's uh, get into the chapter. That was more than 30 minutes, but I had a feeling that that was going to happen because it's remiss, but, you know, it was it was shorter than it, than it could be. Um, so let's do a previously on Wizard Team. Um, so previously on Wizard Team, Ron got took by a dog and dragged under a tree. By a um, dog. So, by a dog. <laughs> Like the most, like in a school of magic, that is still like random as fuck. And like, what? How? Um, The fact that they they just got it together so quickly too. Like they were just like, Mm -hmm. okay, okay, we gotta go. (laughs) So that's the thing. So Ron got took by a dog, dragged under a tree. (laughs) Harry and Hermione were like, well, we gotta go get him, of course, right? And twist the dog is notorious mass murderer Sirius Black. There will only be one murder tonight, apparently. Um, so there's just a lot of, a lot of feelings and emotions. Harry goes into all caps rage a couple times. He jumps serious. Um, they, all three of them jump serious. All three of them jump serious. They, they had a tag team. Mm. Um, and then Remus comes and is like, here, hey y'all, let's have some chill. Chill. Let's just go ahead and, and chill this down and explain what's going on here. Um, and then they reveal that the whole thing is about Ron. Just kidding. It's about the thing in Ron's pocket. Scabbers, who is really Peter Pettigrew. So, this is something that I just wanted to mention because I was um, listening to this chapter um, on audiobook. Jim Dale says animagi and animagus, which I thought was weird. And I still don't think that's I don't right. Like that. I don't like it. It's, it's bad linguistics, but I wonder if that's how you know, whatever, it's like the American version and the British version, so <laughs> Joe says whatever. Also, um, Jim Dale's Hermione voice, hilarious. <laughs> oh, Harry! What is that, man? Who is that? <laughs> so, if y'all can, like, just take a moment and revisit an audiobook by Jim Dale... Oh, Hattie! <laughs> I can't. It is so um, ridiculous. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. Okay. So, chapter 18, Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prawn. Padfoot! Okay. It took a few seconds for the absurdity of this statement to sink in. Then Ron voiced was what Harry was thinking. You're both mental. Ridiculous, said Hermione faintly. Peter Pettigrew's dead, said Harry. He killed him 12 years ago. 
I meant to, growled Sirius, but little Peter got the better of me. Not this time, though. And Crookshanks was thrown to the floor as Black lunged at Scabbers. Ron yelled with pain as Black's weight fell on his broken leg. Sirius. No, Lupin yelled, <laughs> launching himself forward and dragging Black away from Ron. That was a good transition. Thank you. Because well I don't want any more serious shade. He has to chill. It's the he... fucking chill. That's not shade. That's just a statement of fact. This rat is goading him now. I understand. I see no. it. I see that. Okay. I know those feels. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything in this page. It's like when y'all be like, that's going ha- that's it's like when y'all be telling me that I'm overreacting about a baby, and I'm like, but that baby, be, that baby is disrespectful. And you're like, but she can't even talk, and I'm like, no, she disrespectful. We can She's explain afterwards. Snarled Black, trying to throw Lupin <laughs> off. One hand was still clawing the air as it tried to reach Scabbers, scratch, uh, who squealed like a piglet, scratching Ron's face and neck as he tried to escape. This is why, too. This is another reason why. Sorry. What? Because Peter is caught, and he is sticking to this goddamn rat story, and Black is like, I got you, motherfucker! Show yourself! (laughs) And so it's driving him nuts! I mean, to be honest, that's kind of, like, smart, though, to be like, I don't know what you're talking about, I'm just a (laughs) wee garden rat. (laughs) Yeah. No Peter Pettigrew to see here. Um... They've got a right to know everything, Lupin panted. Ron's kept him as a pet. There are parts of it I don't even understand. And Harry, you owe Harry the truth, Sirius. Black stopped struggling. All right, then. Um, Tell them whatever you like, but make it quick, Remus. I want to commit the murder I was in prison for. Dude is badass. He is on a mission. (laughs) He's absolutely on a mission. I love him. Um, (laughs) You're nutters. Both of you, said Ron shakily. I've had enough of this. I'm off. How are you going to... How, Ron? He tried to leave. He tried to heave himself up on his good lead, but Lupin raised his wand again. You're going to hear me out, Ron. Just keep a tight hold on Peter while you listen. He's not Peter. He's Scabbers. Ron yelled, um, which is like it is a lot to take in and to believe. Like it totally. Like I would be. I'd be like the pet that I've had, and like I mean, he was Percy's rat first, um, but like, you know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. this animal and like this pet that I've like had as my companion for like at the very least the past three years. And then he's been in my family for 12. Like it just, I would be sitting there in shock. And Ron is always very like, he finds anything out of the norm, very difficult to accept at the first, at at first. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, even we'll see in the next book, um, and Harry until he's blue in the face is like, I didn't put my name in that goddamn goblet. And he like, Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm, sure. Sure. Right. Keep in mind, last the year before you got take you got taken by a dog. Tooken. Tooken. By Liam Meesons. Yeah. Like, Sorry. <laughs> that's what I was going for though. Um, oh, okay. By a dog, and your rat turned into a human. Yeah. But still, he was like, "Nope, nope, you lying." One plus one equals yeah. two. There is no three. I don't care if this is a school of magic. Y'all mental. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there were witnesses who saw Peter die. A whole street full of them, Harry said to Lupin. Um, and this is also like Harry keeps believing what he reads. <laughs> Not even read. What he overheard when he was hiding behind a Christmas tree in a bar that he wasn't supposed to be in. Listen. Just saying. All these things. Um, all this truth. They didn't see what they thought they saw, said Black savagely. Everyone thought Sirius killed Peter, said Lupin. 
I believed it myself until I saw the map tonight because the Marauder's map never lies. Peter's alive. Ron's holding him, Harry. Um, Harry looked at Ron and their eyes met. They agreed silently. Black and Lupin were both out of their minds. So this is like really interesting because um, they are the creators of the map. So they charmed it probably never to lie. But also like they do they kind of it never crosses their mind that like it's an old map. Maybe the magic worn off. Maybe it could be wrong. Um, I think I think they know what they did. No, I know, I know. But that's it's <laughs> like one of those weird full confidence in their skills. As how old were they when the, when they created this? Like fifteen year olds yeah. or some shit. Yeah, but it's really funny though because they are very co- like Lupin is like nope. Mm-hmm. I believed everything that was told to me, but then the Marauders map said Peter Pettigrew, and I was like motherfucker. So <laughs> it's just like I thought that was interesting to point out, but that's all I have. Yeah, to totally. <laughs> um. um uh, How could Scabbers oh, be Peter Pettigrew? Carrie, Azkaban must have unhinged Black after all. But why was Lupin playing along with him? Give me my wand, Tom. <laughs> then Hermione spoke in a trembling, would-be calm sort of voice, as though trying to will Professor Lupin to talk sensibly. But Professor Lupin... Oh, sorry. That's me at all times. Oh, no, no, no. I just... <laughs> this section in the audiobook just made me lol. Oh, because the... Whatever the voice, the voice is. But Professor Lupin! I don't know. I'm bad at it. It's not... It doesn't sound like that, but it doesn't sound any better. Whew. Right. Um, but Professor Lupin, Scabbers can't be Pettigrew. It just can't be true. You know it can't. Why can't it be true? Lupin said calmly, as though they were in class. I And Hermione had simp- simply spotted a problem in an experiment with Grindelwald. I love Lupin. Um, um, but he's teach. It's like he, he takes this and makes it a teachable moment. Um, and also, yeah, and he's also like, why I love this book because it's like, just because something is meant to be this way doesn't mean it always works out that way. Like when you're younger mm-hmm. and you're like, of course the dude in jail is guilty and he's a bad person. Everyone in prison's a bad person. Otherwise they wouldn't be in prison. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, God damn it. There are a lot of people in prison mm-hmm. that shouldn't be in prison. Exactly. So, um, people would know if Peter had been an animagus. We did anime guy in class with Professor McGonagall. I looked them up when I did my homework. The Ministry of Magic keeps tabs on witches and wizards who can become animals. They're the register showing what animal they become and their markings and things. I went and looked up McGonagall in the register. There have only been seven anime guys this century, and Pedigree's name wasn't on the list. So, one... That's super smart. Yes. Like, the fact that she's saying that. But she's already found out the series Black was an anime guy. Right. So. So. There's, that is one thing. And it also um, kind of reminds, like, the um, portion that we read of Remus's backstory where it's like, the werewolf registry wasn't kept up very well. And no one would, and mm-hmm. people went out of their way to not register. Um, and it's very, if you have something to hide... Um, or if you're a 15 year old and you don't want anyone to know, um, you wouldn't register. You just, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility and there's no one like tracking down rogue 15 year olds who might be in a guy. At the same time though, I do think that she's like, like bringing up good points and like covering all of her bases, but also like these are 15 year old, at the time, 15 year old boys, they're not very like responsible it's like the idea yeah. that, um, for example, I lost my license. Um, the license that I have is expired. 
I try so hard. Every time people ask me for a license, I give them my old license that's expired. And they're like, this is expired. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's easier to do that than it is to go get a new goddamn license stand alone at the DMV. I'm just saying. Um, sorry, government. Sorry. If you were listening. Um, get your shit together and just mail me one. If I, could make, if I could just be like, I lost this thing. Give it back to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not driving. It's real. Also. Um. <laughs> Harry had barely had time to marvel inwardly at the effort Hermione put into her homework when Lupin started to laugh. Right again, Hermione, he said. But the Ministry never knew that there used to be three unregistered animagi running around Hogwarts. If you're going to tell them the story, going to tell get the a move story. on, Remus. Oh. I've waited 12 years. I'm not going to wait much longer. Okay. And I noticed um, I love one him. thing. He's done his waiting. I love him. 12 years of it. In Azkaban. In Azkaban. Um, also, Remus is Gary Oldman and Gary Oldman as Remus in a way that is different from Snape, but still... You mean serious? Serious, sorry. Yes. Woo. Woo. Serious as Gary Oldman. I was like, mm. I was like, Gary Oldman is... <laughs> um, <laughs> when was that? I was watching Sid and Nancy, and I was like, look at Sirius. Look at baby Sirius. And that is not... I know. That's, anytime I see him in anything, I think of Sirius. And it's just... It, I, they cast those movies so well. We, there are problems with Except those movies. Except for the age, that's it. Yeah. Um, um, all right, but you'll need to help me, Sirius, said Lupin. I only know how it began. Um, Lupin broke off. There had been a loud creak behind him. The bedroom door had opened of its own accord. All five of them stared at it. Then, then Lupin strode toward it and looked out into the landing. Um, so no one thinks about the invisibility cloak? You know, it's a spoiler-heavy pet podcast. Right? But like, Nobody thinks of the I, fact that, like, and I did never, nope, they don't have the cloak. I they left it. never clocked it before this close read. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, same. So Snape ain't even trying to be slick. Because Harry, no. when he's trying to get into a place, he'll, like, wait for someone to open the door and sneak in behind them or something like that. Snape is just like, he just opened the door, <laughs> creak, 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 walk on in. Mm-hmm. Oh, the place is haunted. Like it's, and then Lupin's like, "No, it's not haunted. I'm the person that did the haunting." Right, but then it's like, so clearly y'all should stop so, talking and right, figure out who like, the fuck just entered the room. Like, <laughs> that was odd. Old house. Instead, though, instead he gets sidetracked back into the story. Right. Um, that's where all of this starts with my becoming a werewolf. None of this could have happened if I hadn't been bitten and if I hadn't been so foolhardy. Um, I was a very small boy when I received the bite. My parents tried everything, but in those days there weren't there was no cure. The potion that Professor Snape has been making for me in a very recent is a very recent discovery. It makes me safe, you see. As long as I can take it the week preceding the full moon, I keep my mind when I transform. Um, before the Wolfsbane potion was discovered, however, I became a fully fledged monster once a month. It seemed impossible that I would be able to come to Hogwarts. Other parents weren't likely to want their children exposed to me. Um, but then Dumbledore became headmaster and he was sympathetic. He said that as long as we took certain precautions, there was no reason I couldn't come to school. Lupin sighed and looked directly at Harry. I told you months ago that the Whomping Willow was planted the year I came to Hogwarts. The truth is that it was planted because I came to Hogwarts. This house, the tunnel that leads to it, they were built for my use. Once a month, I was smuggled out of the castle into this place to transform. The tree was placed at the tunnel mouth to stop anyone coming across me when I was dangerous. So I want to um, um, interject here um, mm-hmm. and then kind of like summarize and skip unless you have oh, notes. Totally. But um, 
it's interesting that he so Snape is in this room now and he's so Snape hears it from the beginning of the story yes so this I'm trying to like do this in a fair manner I'm trying to be fair I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying let me know if my Snape hatred overcomes and I'm not being fair but in the same way that I was shading the trio last week for just like shutting like listen like he's telling Mm -hmm. you everything so snape is hearing this from i was a very small boy when i received the bite the potion professor snape makes me makes me keeps me harmless um and the house is here and the tree is here because of me he's then going to go on and say his transformations were terrible it was painful um and he couldn't bite any Human, so he scratched and bit himself, um, which, damn. Um, yeah. The villagers heard noise and screaming, and they thought they were hearing a particularly violent spirit. Dumbledore encouraged the rumors. Um, even though the house has been silent for years, the villagers don't dare approach it. Here's t- another thing. This is a complete this is a tangent, right? But <laughs> Hogwarts is full of ghosts. Hogwarts is literally haunted. I know you've mentioned that. Yeah, I know, but it but just these are supposed to be violent me. ghosts. It bothers me so much. Yeah, ghosts just be hanging out. The Bloody Baron is not a a you know a little teddy bear. Mm-hmm. He was an abusive asshole. Yeah, so he ain't hiding. He's he, I don't know. I just so maybe they think it's like a poltergeist, but like there's peeves. Wouldn't Peeves, like, be interested to go be like, oh, there's a poltergeist at the Shrieking Shack? Like, let me go. It's just weird. It's weird. It bothers me. Um, So anyway, Um, so... But apart from his transformations, he was happier than he had ever been in his life. Um, For the first time, I had friends, three great friends, Sirius Black, Peter Pettigrew, and of course, your father, Harry, James Potter. Um... He goes on to say, like, his friends hardly failed to notice that he was disappearing once a month. He made up all sorts of stories, but eventually they worked it out. Um, And they didn't desert me at all. Instead, they did something for me that would make my transformations not only bearable, but the best times of my life. They they became anime guy. So Um, the one reason the ministry keeps a close watch on people attempting to do to become anime guys because transformations can go horribly wrong. Um... Peter needed all the help he could get from James and Sirius, and in the fifth year, they managed it. So, um, we're thinking from, like, the end of first year to fifth year? Um, uh, it's second year. They find out in the second okay, year. Okay, so second. I can't remember where I read that, but I know, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, random facts. Random facts. So I'll find my source later. There's, like, three years it takes them to become anime guy, um, mm-hmm. and they're doing it in secret and just, like, with the help of the transformation classes of trans transform this teapot into a tortoise they transfiguration transfiguration yes. but yeah they that's how they piece it together and then you know the restricted section and however they do it um but you can't um sorry he goes on to say a werewolf is only a danger to people so when they are transformed they even if he bit them they couldn't become werewolves um Mm-hmm. And I don't think he would... Or, I mean, that, but then also, like, would he would bite them. Bite them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, Peter was the smallest could sneak, slip beneath the willows attacking branches and touch the knot that freezes it. They would slip down to the tunnel and join him. Under the influence, under their influence, he became less dangerous. His body was wolfish, but his mind seemed to become less so. So they were kind of his early wolf veins potion. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the and it's also kind of interesting, again, to like bring up the uh, um, allusion to mental health um, and the fact that like when you are by yourself, like your demons and your uh, illness can get the better of you because it's only you like reinforcing that stuff even if you know mm-hmm. um even if you know like oh I should really and like say I'm I'm really depressed and I should go outside and I, sh- I haven't seen anyone and I you know but like the fact that it's just you makes it be like well I'm so pathetic because I can't do that well then I'm you know and it just kind of like feeds on itself anxiety right. is the same way um and so having social interaction is, like, very helpful because then you get other people's perspectives. Um, so having mm-hmm. them be, like, probably being, like, you're not even that scary of the werewolf. Whatever. I'm not scared. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't yeah. tough. Right? Like, that helps him to feel and to, like, maintain his mind. Um, yeah. It's just um, a, hurry up, Remus so, Snarled Black, who is still watching Scabbers with a horrible sort of hunger on his face. He ain't got no time for nostalgia. He's been in Afghanistan for 12 years. We have 12 been years. In, I get it. We have been I in get the it. shack for at least an hour but now. Can, but can we also appreciate this bickering real quick? He says, hurry up, Sirius. I'm getting there, Sirius. I'm getting there. They're just, they're so cute. Um, well, highly um, exciting right possibilities. friendship. Like, yeah. Oh, you didn't kill just, him? You great, didn't kill him? Like, All right, we good. Yeah, it's so many. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, I just can we just talk about the Marauders all the time? Uh, yes, um, yes, we can. We can change the name of this to Marauders Team, and let's do it. <laughs> um, so Sirius and James transformed into large animals. They were able to keep a werewolf in check. Um, I doubt whether any Hogwarts students ever found out more about the Hogwarts grounds and Hogsmeade than we did, and that's how they were able to write the map. Um, and sign it with their nicknames. Sirius is Padfoot, Peter is Wormtail, and James was Prongs. Um, that was still... What sort of animal Harry began, but Hermione cut him off? That's, sorry, that's important. Because, um, like, you know, yeah. he wants to no, know about, about his, his father, father. But also, in this moment, it's not the most important thing. You can ask later. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> he just is gasping for information, yeah. I mean, so, it makes sense. Um, that was still really dangerous. What if you'd given the others a slip and bitten somebody? A thought that still haunts me, and there were near misses, many of them. We laughed out about them afterwards. We were young and thoughtless and carried away with our own cleverness. Keep in mind, Snape is in the room supposed to be listening to this bullshit mm-hmm. and seeing that, like... All this. Yeah, that, and we even though even though he didn't... Even though he hasn't heard yet that... Like, he came in after they revealed that, it, that Scabbers was Peter, um... He did hear that Peter, they were all anime yeah. guy, including Peter, who was a rat. There's a rat in the room. You know, process of elimination. You get over yourself and your hate and all that stuff from like He's sitting there under fourteen, fifteen years ago. The, then maybe you could put some conclusions together. One thing leads to another. Logically speaking, chill the fuck out, Severus Snape. And I'm over here with the shrug, the, Elm, the Kanye Elmo shrug. Um, What's really funny is that we're talking about something that's not even going to show up until the next chapter. Oh. We're just like pre-fed up. I'm, I'm so fed up with him. So anyway, um, so Sorry. he feels, sometimes I felt guilty about betraying Dumbledore's trust. He had admitted me to Hogwarts um, when no other headmaster would have done so. And he had no idea I was breaking the rules. He had set down for my own and other safety. He never knew I had led three fellow students into becoming an Amigai illegally 
And this is another, like, glimpse into Remus because he feels like he's responsible for them becoming anime guy. And, like, they actually mm-hmm. made that choice without him. Like, they decided right. they were going to do it. Um, and he, he didn't say, hey, I'm a werewolf. You know what you should do? Yeah. They were like, he, oh, you're a werewolf. He didn't, we're going to help you he out. He didn't force them, like, in the three years it took them to, like, succeed. He wasn't, like, wand to the throat. Change. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they <laughs> did the work. Um, Yama, sorry. Uh, they did their work, and they became anime guy like right and they yes like the reason for doing so was to like keep him company but like they took that on and that's their responsibility totally um and i think and like again it's like really small kind of glimpses that we get like early on into remus's like just his uh yeah y'all really got to read this like full thing because the whole thing about him and tonk is like it's sad but also it like goes into this where he doesn't feel like he's like worth it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and he also it's like he's like i'm a, I'm a werewolf and like while he appreciates all these things he also puts the like the onus is on him to be responsible or what yeah. he sees as responsible um and to like protect others others from, from him. himself um and and in, and in and a myriad of ways like even like in terms of taunts like it's not just protecting her from the him when he's change and the possibility that he might bite her or something like that like physically mm-hmm. protecting her from him it's also like a lot of it is like she's so young she has all of this potential and like to be with me is to like just give up on like any kind of like social advancement it's to give up on all mm-hmm. of these things um the same thing with like teddy he's so like what if i he becomes a werewolf like werewolves don't have kids so maybe he's a werewolf just like he gets it from me like naturally um mm-hmm. So there's just all of this like trauma that such such a just well written character. Yeah. God. Um. So Sorry. and and it and it follows him. It's a very core part of who he is. It continues to follow him. Yeah. Yes. So Lupin stays hardened. All this year, I've been battling with myself, wondering whether I should tell Dumbledore that Sirius is an anime guy. I didn't do it. Why? I was too cowardly. It would have meant admitting that I had betrayed his trust while I was at school. Admitting that I'd led others along with me. And Dumbledore's trust has meant everything to me. And when he gave me a job, when he, or he let me into Hogwarts when I was a boy. He gave me a job when I had been shunned all of my adult life, unable to find paid work because of what I am. And I so convinced myself that Sirius was getting into the school using dark arts he learned from Voldemort, that being an animagus had nothing to do with it, so in a way, Snape has been right about me all along. Snape, um, really quick. Um, so yeah, so we're talking about we talked we mentioned earlier, um, like it's a while ago, chapters ago, about like the reconciling of like what we hear about Sirius and then what we actually see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like a moment where it's like he knows a lot about Sirius, but because of all the like stigma around like notorious mass murder Sirius Black, he's like has to like in his head kind of justified both to stop himself from feeling guilty and responsible, but also, um, but also to like kind of reconcile what he's, the images that he has uh, of serious now versus him as a, like as his friend and as a kid. Um, yeah. And I think it's very telling too, that he talks about like Dumbledore's trust has meant everything to me. So he doesn't, and we kind of get this with Harry 
a few times too. Um, and w- back a couple of chapters ago, when Lupin laid the smack us down us on Harry and saying like, you know, we've done all this stuff to make to keep you safe, and then you're gallivanting around the school, betraying people's trust, and like you aren't mm-hmm. doing your part. Um, it's this weird thing because again, teenagers are dumb. And 13, 14 year olds are the dumbest. Um, mm-hmm. That you can hold both of those things. Like, I, his trust sincerely means everything to him, but not enough for me not to do this thing. Right? Because the same thing yep. is true with Harry, and we see it. Like, he doesn't, re- doesn't want to let Dumbledore down. He doesn't want to let anyone down. But then he's like, Hogsmeade, Butterbeard. <laughs> like, you know. So I I feel like although on a scale, Harry's little petty like Harry's little things that he wants are way pettier than Remus oh, yeah. and him wanting friends. Like I, I know, and I totally agree with you, but also Harry's fucking tripping. Yeah, and he can get Butterbeer next it, year. Yes, um, like, yes, boy. There are people who were werewolves and had never had friends for eleven years until they got to Hogwarts. <laughs> Let them break rules. Yeah. Um, but it's also like interesting too because then you see and I I think that we everyone to a certain extent like there are people who you meet at a certain time in your life and a certain time in their life and then you never get away from that relationship so like the way that we talked about keep the secrets whatever cursed child Mm -hmm. the way that we talked about how Harry in the cursed child talks to McGonagall and we were like all like "Mm, that don't make no sense right or how the you know um, the same I think is true for Lupin and Dumbledore it's like now he's faced with basically telling on himself for something like he can't get what, what are you going to do expel him from Hogwarts like you know right. what I mean like, <laughs> he's, like but he still has that relationship and so he's still scared of retroactively tearing down that trust and that relationship right. and he's still kind of scared of Dumbledore like mm-hmm. as a um, like respons- parental figure, yeah. but also like, yeah. I'm not even um, a parental figure, but it's someone in, you know. Who you respect and like want or to, authority, want to authority like figure is what I'm, authority is what I'm figure. thinking Thank of. you. Thank you. Um, um, Snape said Black harshly, what's Snape got to do with it? Um, this is the first time he takes his eyes off of Scabbers just real quick. So Snape and Sirius and like we'll see but like their freaking animosity towards each other is just is bananas. And anyway. I have to also but I'm gonna like slide oh, in there ahead. one more thing. It's, yeah. it's talked about a lot um, because Snape has no goddamn chill about uh, Snape and James. James but I really think that the all of it is really Snape and Sirius and absolutely as much as I hate to admit this like I've admitted it to myself but as much as I hate to like bring it up there are a lot of similarities between Snape and Sirius. It's just that Sirius is more fun and on the side of righteousness, um, and Snape is an idiot. But the their their <laughs> faults are very they're similar. Parallel. They're parallel. Yeah, their faults are very yeah. similar. Um, yeah, but Sirius is, is a, better. Yeah, <laughs> um, Sirius is definitely better. That is not. There's no debate. Yes. to that. Um, Here's, he's here, Sirius, said Lupin heavily. He's teaching here as well. Um, once again, he's, uh, isn't he, he's, uh, sorry, now I'm looking for the thing, but he's uh, 
He's astonished He's, that um, registering like, his astonishment. Yeah. Um, that an idiot like that ever became a professor. Yes. Um, Granted. Anyway. Um, so, but this. <laughs> he looked is... at Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Oh. Sorry. You have another thing? No. <laughs> what you're about to read. He's in the room. Listen. He's in the room. He's in. Th- th- that's what I'm about to say. That's what, uh, yeah. The whole thing I'm about to read, like literally S- Snape is in the fu- Just keep that in mind as you listen. I'm Snape standing, is in the I'm room. I'm standing myself Listening to this. It's, it's also hot here, but I'm angry. And y'all should okay. see me when I'm um, listening to this at work. Just boiling. <laughs> Actually, you if you follow me on Twitter, that was when I was having the all caps freak out. Because <laughs> I stopped work um, to get on Twitter. Yo. It's just... Snape is in the room, y'all. Um, in the room. Professor Snape was at school with us. He fought very hard against my appointment to the Defense Against the Dark Arts job. He has been telling Dumbledore all year that I am not to be trusted. He has reasons, you see. Sirius here played a trick on him, which nearly killed him. A trick which involved me. It served um, him right. Black made a derisive noise. It served him right. Sneaking around, trying to find out what we were up to, hoping he could get us expelled. Um, seri- like so this is again like with the parallel between the two just bringing it up yeah. again just like and we see it more fully in like the next two books when we actually get like more a, more like of serious yeah. um, and not notorious mass murder serious black um, and just like how much his and like you know it has to do with the fact that the, most of his adult life has been in prison mm-hmm. um, he's but I have a, the like his like his like nostalgia and like the way that he holds on to that particular moment in his in like his life and Snape does the exact same thing about the exact same time period they're just on opposite sides of like the facts the same um, yeah. yep and yeah um but it's also interesting because um Severus is the difference the difference is is like Severus is free <laughs> This is why, and mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying, is why, like... And had Snape 12 years, to get over like, it. working with the... There's there's so many... That's the thing. Therapist, it doesn't make sense. You had a whole life. Like, Sirius has been living with Dementors. abound. Like, get over it. Get over Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay, so Severus was very interested um, in Severus where Severus was very interested in where I went every month. Lupin told Harry, Ron, and Hermione... Um, we were in the same year, you know, and we, uh, didn't like each other very much. He especially disliked James, jealous, I think, of James's talent on the Quidditch field. Anyway, Snape had seen me crossing the grounds with Madame Pomfrey one evening as she led me toward the Whomping Willow to transform. Sirius thought it would be, uh, amusing to tell Snape all he had to do was prod the knot on the tree trunk with a long stick and he'd be able to get in after me. Well, of course, Snape tried it. If he'd had gotten as far as his house, he'd have met a fully grown werewolf. But your father, who'd heard what Sirius has done, went after Snape and pulled him back at great risk to his life. Snape glimpsed me, though, at the end of the tunnel. He was forbidden by Dumbledore to tell anybody, but from that time on, he knew what I was. So that's why Snape doesn't like you, said Harry slowly, because he thought you were in on the joke. That's right, sneered a cold voice from behind the wall, from the wall behind Lupin. Severus Snape was pulling off the invisibility cloak. His wand pointed directly at Lupin. So he heard, one, one, he's in the room. Two, why didn't you just enter and, like, fucking point your wand at, like, which just eavesdropping on some shit that you're not even gonna listen to. If you're going to eavesdrop, listen. Because in that section, the people who were telling people that have nothing to do with you, so they're not 
lying. They're telling their mm-hmm. truth, their version of the truth, right? So both Sirius and Remus have both exonerated Remus and exonerated James. Mm-hmm. Sirius did it. As soon as James found out, he was like, what the fuck, yo? And he ran after him and be like, like you could kill him. And Like, you could still be mad at Sirius for that yeah, shit because that yeah. was some immature, like, like just ridiculous but and, then, like, but terrible then, shit to like, do. But what you would have to do but, is think about, think back to the last two years of how he's treated Harry. Right. In the last 20 years, not 20, 11, 15 years. Like 12, 12, like 14 years that you had to get over that yeah, shit. Of how he thought about James and the last 20 years of James and Lily. So instead, he goes, nope, what I believe is still true. Fuck everything that I just heard or didn't hear. In one ear, out the other. Ugh! He's, he's the worst. He's, and yeah. people insist on defending this man. Yep. This is very true. I can't anymore. Like I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. It is infuriating. Alright. Who is your MVP Remus. of the chapter? Duh. A little Who else it gonna be? Little, this is pretty much a character corner for Remus. A little Lupin. asterisk of serious, just because he's there. Okay. And he has no chill. I'm not counting that, but I, in my heart, I know that's the, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't put it on the spreadsheet, worksheet. Yeah. But um, I just put Remus on his own. You get the chapter. Um, but the, I've done my waiting comes from this book, yeah. this chapter. So, you know. It does. I mean, he didn't say it, but he said it. See, he there's said a, it. like we said, like there's a few little things that like the movies do <laughs> that are better. That line is one of them. It's, it's wonderful. Who's bitch? Um, I benched Peter um, because it's weird because rat. the people because like because like even who you bench like both of no, neither of them do anything in this chapter really. Like not you know what I mean? It's all stuff that they're going to do, but it's still no, like no, no. explanation I of benched, like why they're. I bad. benched Tonight for what he did not do in this chapter. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, and I yes. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And I and the same with Peter. Like he is the reason again that they're even in this situation. He's the reason. Um, going back to last chapter that Ron got took by a dog. He's the reason um, for this entire. And like he's he's the he's like the impetus for this whole ass thing because he's a coward, coward and. Um, and is a servant of Lord Voldemort. Fuck him. He's a li- he's a literal he's a literal Nazi. Fuck him. Fuck him. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've been <laughs> Snape. Um, not because because he's in the chapter, right? He shows up halfway yeah. through. Um, maybe a little less than halfway through, or a little more than halfway through. Um, mm-hmm. If he's there, he he could have listened and then Mm -hmm. instead of doing what he does he could have continued to listen um not pulled his wand and pointed it at lupin help them exonerate someone um there's two points to this one point is that in helping exonerate Sirius, that would be a tip off to the death eaters and he is playing both sides of the fence you know? Um, yeah. But, as we'll see in the future, like, Wormtail is 
important to the Death Eaters, but not respected or... Wormtail's not important to the Death Eaters. He plays an important... Past. He plays a role, um, but even his the role that he plays, which is important, as in, I mean, going to find Voldemort and serve him, um, even that isn't like... Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying past this little part. Yeah. That's and it's real and the fact that he did that was like, and we'll you know, obviously we'll talk about that in Goblet of Fire and continue to talk about it. But like the fact that he did that in the first place um, was so that he wouldn't get. He was like, "What else I'm gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna die if <laughs> if the Death Eaters find me. So and I'm gonna die if Sirius and Remus find me. So I better go find the biggest baddest bully yep. and bring him back to life so that he feels indebted to me. Which and you know, you know what? doesn't I say that, but still, Mallorca sounds lovely. Go there. <laughs> right Ireland chill so many places you could you can apparate right? like so many places you could go and you really like I'm gonna just stay here in the UK even though pretty much everyone here hates me that's smart I'm a wizard nah whatever anyway thank you for listening um, next week we will be discussing chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban the servant of Lord Voldemort um Make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Um, don't forget, don't march the vote. Um, if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can add us at WeBlackAndNerds. Use the hashtag WizardTeam. Wait, time out. But if you are Connie or Brittany or Emily is an elf and you want to be talking on some sad feeling shit, do it somewhere else. Keep, keep me... I don't want it. You just... Could not check the wizard team tag. No, it's they weren't on me. the wizard team tag. I just happened to follow them. So it was just on my timeline. Oh. Just That's real. That's what, yeah. No, it's real. Just it's hurting. Real. Just hurtful. I I understand at the same time just them feelings, but also we did open up a space for that. It sucks. Right? Because they then blamed me. They're like, well, you're the reason that this, we're even talking about this because you had to go and start this podcast. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just want to talk about the Marauders. Catch 22. <laughs> I just want to talk about magic. <laughs> I don't want to talk about how Harry could have lived with Sirius, but all these things went wrong. I don't want to think about that anymore. I don't want to think about Remus ever. <laughs> nothing but pain because literally like we talk about how Sirius has a sad life and I mean even Snape has a sad life like granted most of it is self-inflicted and he could get over that shit um that's not to say that his life isn't sad but Remus takes the fucking cake I don't know I kind of feel like Sirius has a really bad life too I kind of feel like it's a one-two punch. Sirius does too. Sirius I feel like it goes like Remus keeps it out a little bit longer yeah a and it's that more. whole thing about, like, is it better to have loved and lost or to never have loved at all? Right. It's just a lot. It's... I feel like... I feel like Remus definitely... I feel like they both I just, are super I sad. I personally just feel like... Tim, like, the Marauders in general feelings, are tragic. Or keep, I have all of the feelings all of the time. They come... They, they boil up, like, spontaneously. And all of a sudden, I'll just be like, Remus! So... <laughs> It's like, or like, can we put a trigger warning or something? Like, hashtag cheers for Remus or something. The Remus feels, the serious feels for real. That was the thing though, because this one in particular was serious feels. It was serious and hairy and what coulda, shoulda been. It's just, 
lots of feelings here on Wizard Team. Uh, no, on the blog, on the podcast formerly known as Wizard Team, now called Marauders, Marauders Team. Marauders Team. Um, um, bye, y'all. Also, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, not bye. Don't march the vote. We did the Facebook group thing, right? Mm-hmm. Three days, three days to Hamilton, three days to formation. Oh, my God. Y'all. Y'all. The next, it's going the next time we talk, I will have seen Hamilton. And I will have Bi- seen Beyonce. Diana will have been blessed. Y'all, we are not going to be the same people we were. Actually, no, next time we talk, we'll have recorded before this. So episode after next, we will not be the same people that we once were. Okay, bye for real.